Welcome to Cougar Postmatch Live. Postmatch coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. And by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back inside Southfield here in Provo, Utah, where tonight the number one team in the country, the Stanford Cardinal, pick up their 25th consecutive win, finishing off BYU by a final score of 2-0 tonight. It was 1-0 at halftime, one more in the second half, and Stanford is the 2-0 winner. So in their 25 straight wins, they've outscored their opposition by a total of 92 goals to 7 now. But of those 25 straight wins, there can't have been too many in which the opposition had more shots than Stanford, more shots on goal than Stanford, more corner kicks than Stanford. Mm-hmm. And that was BYU tonight. BYU outshot Stanford by a score of not, uh, outshot Stanford 19 to 16, shots on goal 5 to 4, and corners 3 to 1. Those are some of our Smith's post-game stats brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Again, they're just numbers, and they but they show that BYU was competitive. And BYU, for large parts of tonight's match, was a team that uh, uh, possessed enough and did well enough to feel they should be on the pitch and, and playing right with this nation's number one team. It's a matter of moments, and Stanford capitalized on its. BYU lacked in its final touches, and ultimately your final score is 2-0. Stanford is a worthy winner tonight. Uh, BYU can take some positives and can look to uh, polish up the finishing touch for games ahead starting Saturday, Paige. Yeah, there's not much they can do now. They have lost 2-0, but you're right. There are some major takeaways that they learned from this game. They attacked. They did not shy away. They outshot them. Now it's just that final touch, and they will get it. They're still early on in the season. It takes a little bit of time, but, you know, they brought it to them. They took on Stanford. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. A deeper look into our Smith's postgame stats. Let's break down those 19 shots for BYU. Six for Michaela Coulihan. One of her six were on frame. Lizzie Braby had four. One shot on goal. Two shots for Elise Flake. Two for Olivia Wade. One on goal. Two for Maddie Maddie Gates. One on goal. One shot on goal for Cam Tucker. One shot for Bella Felino, one shot for Ella Ballstead gets you to 19. The five shots on goal belonged to Braby, Coulihan, Wade, Gates, and Tucker. BYU committing six fouls, Stanford four on the night. Stanford's individual numbers, four shots, shot on goal for Sophia Smith. Four shots, two on goal, including a goal for Katarina Macario. Four shots for Abby Grubel. A single shot for Tegan McGrady along with an assist. A single shot for Jordan DiBiase along with an assist. BD Go with a shot and an assist. A shot on goal, and it was a goal for JoJo Harbor. Gets you to 16 shots and four on frame for the Stanford Cardinal. Corner kicks again went to BYU by a margin of 3-1. There were 10 fouls in the game, six against BYU and four against the visiting Cardinal. Sabrina Davis goes all the way. Mm -hmm. First time Sabs has gone all the way this season, 90 minutes. Two goals against, two saves made. Allison Jahanzus goes all 90 makes all five saves of shots that were on frame. And again, of the shots that were played her way, uh, maybe the best tester was the Cameron Tucker shot late, uh, dipped under the crossbar, but uh, cleanly caught by Zeus as she uh, had to reach high, but uh, did save it before going to the back of the net. So uh, five shots more or less at keeper tonight for BYU. Again, five shots to four with the shots on goal margin in BYU's favor. Again, the, uh, the end result's the only important thing, Paige, but there won't be too many times where Stanford finds itself on the receiving end of three offensive categories like they were tonight. This was a team averaging 27 shots on goal 
or rather has 20 to, uh, 27 shots per game and 12 shots on goal. And they end up tonight with 16 and 4 respectively, so held more or less in check by BYU. Yeah, definitely. And I think BYU's defense, they handled them very well. Stanford did have most of the possession, but man, they have a lot of players that can score a lot of goals. So 2-0 with not a lot of shots or shots on goal. I think BYU's defense played well. So for a Stanford team, they're used to scoring goals in bunches, having scored five in their first two games of this season. Ten for the season at 10-1. to We're held to just two in this 2-0 decision tonight. We'll be visiting here before we take our break with Sabrina Davis, who, as I mentioned a moment ago, went all 90 minutes for BYU. Uh, takes the loss, as do the Cougars, but uh, Sab's going all the way tonight, playing the full 90 for BYU. And the Colorado native having a seat and uh, putting on the headset. Pleased to have Sabrina join us here for our postgame coverage at Southfield. Greg Grubel and Paige Barker with you. And uh, Sabrina, after playing 90, just did a lap here, uh, greeting all the fans on the boundary here at uh, Southfield. And Sabrina now putting on a headset and joining us here uh, pitch side. Good to have you with us, Sabrina. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes. Uh, your assessment of the number one team in the country tonight. They're good, but I think... You know, they came at us, and not often do we get to play with them on Southfield and have the number one team here, so it was a privilege to have them here. Uh, which of the players do you know and or know best on the uh, Stanford side? Actually, Jordan DiBiase, number 11. She was my um, bridesmaid in my wedding this past summer. So you know her pretty well then. <laughs> pretty well, yeah. We grew up together in Colorado. Uh, there, are other, there are other Colorado girls like uh, Sophia Smith uh, and uh, maybe one or two others. Do you know any of the other, of the other girls yeah, as well? Yeah, Savannah or? Coleman um, played on my club team. She actually played on the national team as well for my age group. And then Sophia is on the rival club team over in Colorado. Both great girls and... Phenomenal players, too. Yeah, pretty stacked side there. Uh, but th- this was a match that uh, midway through the first half was anybody's ball game. When it was still 0-0, it felt like uh, BYU had kind of uh, assumed a bit of control of this match. Is that kind of the way you felt, too? Or? Oh, for sure. The first, at least the first 20, there was at least 25-minute gap where we were in there half majority of the time, and I was super excited, and I honestly thought we were going to get one. So this was your first game that you started both the first half and the second half. Is that correct? Correct. So how did that feel? Felt really good. I'm super grateful for the opportunity that Jen has given me to stay out on the field for the whole 90 minutes. Uh, this was a, a first four-game stretch in which uh, keepers have alternated either half-to-half or game-to-game. Uh, with you and Cass right now just playing it out and seeing who uh, who the selection is on, on each given night, do you view it still as a competition? How is it being played out right now in your mind? Definitely still a competition. And, you know, Cass is a phenomenal goalkeeper. I love training with her every day. Great personality. And, um, I think we've both gone through injuries together and have both overcome it, so it's great to compete. And at the end of the day, I know we both support each other and want what's best for the team. Jen's given you guys a tough schedule to play. Uh, you've played back-to-back top 10 teams now, A&M on the road, Stanford here at home. Uh, and you have to look at it as something toughening you up for what's to come ahead, don't you? Oh, for sure. Let's just say that Jen didn't bring the top 10 teams here just to play them for fun. It's to help us prepare for conference play. So Stanford, they had 16 shots, four shots on goal, and we've talked about how they've averaged way more than that. They didn't quite get the number of shots they wanted to. So defensively, do you guys think you guys played well tonight? Yeah, I obviously thought we did really well, especially at the center backs and the outside backs and the stuff that we've been doing in training and applying it to a game. Obviously, you can see that it showed that in the game, and I thought we did an excellent job. What do you take from tonight into Saturday, Saps? That we just need to stay composed under pressure. That was something that Jen talked about. Um, playing a number one team, you know, they're very good at connecting pa- or connecting passes. So if we can just stay confident and believe that we 
can play with the number one team and the top ten teams, and I think we'll go really far in, in the future. Tonight was a new student orientation night, so there were some other kids on other parts of campus, <laughs> and the students aren't all fully back in, but it was still great to be back on Southfield in front of your people again, right? Oh, my, yes, and my family's out here from Colorado, so it's great to have them here, too. Well, it was good to see you play the way you did tonight, and uh, the team battled, and again, uh, not too many times Stanford's going to find itself outshot, out-cornered in a game. That's what BYU <laughs> did tonight. Final score is what matters most, of course, 2-0, but uh, you guys were competitive, and it's not just about, uh, hey, we were in there. It was about getting better, and hopefully you guys felt you did that tonight. Yep, definitely feel like we do, and I just want to say thank you, Greg and Paige. You guys do an awesome job out here, so appreciate it. Nice of you to say, Saps. Appreciate it. That's Sabrina Davis with us. We'll take a break. Jen Rockwood still to come as we continue from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post-Match Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For the final word on today's match, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Coming up now, our Zions Bank post-match interview with Coach Jen Rockwood, brought to you by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Goals in the 35th and the 70th minutes. Kerry Stanford to a program record tying 25th consecutive victory. Cardinal 2 and BYU no score tonight here in front of a 2,000 plus 2272 at Southfield on a beautiful summer's night. Jen Rockwood joining us now, head coach of the Cougars, as Stanford uh, come to Provo and come away with a hard-earned 2-0 victory. But, uh, Jen, as we've kind of hit on a little bit uh, in-game and post-game, Stanford's used to not just winning games, but winning games in dominant fashion and carrying every category. And tonight, BYU outshoots Stanford, more shots on goal, more corner kicks, good possession, and good stretches where you feel, yeah, we're not just playing with them. We probably deserve a better, better result than we have right now, you're probably thinking on the sideline. How did you kind of see it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we came out at halftime and just talked to the girls that for 20, 25 minutes right there, we had our chances. We did what we wanted to do. We executed. We we came out a little gun shy in the first five minutes and then kind of settled in yeah. and started pressing and started making them a little bit more uncomfortable, trying to keep them on their end and not let them just knock the ball around. They're just way too dangerous if you let them have the ball. They face and their combination, their movement off the ball, you know. We know they are a, an amazing team, and they're going to have another great year for sure. But we had our chances. We created some good things, and it's just all about people stepping up and putting the ball on frame. You're going to end up scoring a lot of goals this year. We know that. But to this point, you haven't scored a goal in the first 75 minutes of a match yet. You just want to see something happen early enough to see how, A, the opponent reacts and what it does for your own side. Absolutely. And that's been our game plan, obviously, the last two matches, and we've had our chances. And um, we'll just keep working on it. We've got to find, like I said, someone that feels a little bit more confident stepping up. And, you know, we had some good looks. We had we, we were just making some wrong decisions. And then I think overall we just turned the ball over too much. And you just can't have unforced turnovers against a team like Stanford. And they took advantage of it. That's how they scored both of their goals. And, um, you know, I, I saw a lot of great things out there, uh, and that's what we told the girls afterwards is, uh, you know, we're we're putting them in a tough position, but hopefully we can learn. Everything right now is getting better for us to be at our very best for our conference play, and um, these games will make us better. If we can just stay motivated, we can stay upbeat, we can say, look, let's learn from this. There's no shame in losing to a team like Stanford. We weren't expected to win anyways, but we gave them a battle, and we saw a lot of good things tonight. So we didn't quite... Um, get the finish we wanted on the offensive end, but defensively on the flip side, 2-0 to Stanford. They had some good looks, but you know, this team is, Stanford is so talented. So I think defensively you guys came out and, you know, gave it to them. Yeah. I mean, we gave up a little bit more in the second half, but I thought in the first half, you know, we, we, we were a little bit cleaner, a little bit tighter defensively. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with the one turnover and you give someone like, you know, 
there's their striker, all-American striker. You give her a look, she, she put it away. And, and that's kind of what we're missing right now. I think we have the potential to, to get there. But, you know, she did what she does. And, and the other thing, too, she had a good look in the second goal and, and put it away. But, you know, I'm proud. The girls are working hard, and we've put them in tough positions here playing this competition. But um, the plan is to get better from it. The plan is to take what we get from these games and realize that there's some really good things we can do at the highest level. You've got to put it all together and certainly have a lot to improve on, but there's a lot of good things we took out of tonight. You just hit on it. Uh, after the win at Fullerton, a bit of a gauntlet uh, on the road in the Big Ten, come back for a draw on the road in the SEC, top ten team, A&M, and then home to the number one team. So so back-to-back to back, to ba- back games are either road and or top ten teams in all three. Don't get the results you want, but ideally, not that you're going to overlook anybody, it toughens you up for the games ahead where you're going to hopefully rack up some wins. Yeah, like I said, that's the plan. We, we put ourselves in, in position to get results. Um, we didn't get them, and it's, hopefully it'll keep us hungry, keep us striving, and recognizing that you know, if you want to be the best, you got to play the best, and we, now we got to figure out a way to get the W. Quick turnaround for you. 48 hours from now, you'll be mm-hmm. playing Idaho State. Yep, and um, you know that's a team that always come in, and they've beat us here on the on South Field, and so we got to be ready. And um, doesn't matter who you play, you got to prepare the same, and so we got to come out with the same energy and intensity uh, that we did for a lot of the time against Stanford, and, and use that against Idaho State. A couple of random notes: uh, we saw our first uh, action from Kendall Peterson. How PD do tonight in a minute or two? We saw. Her you know, there. I thought PD in the first half we didn't get any sparks off the bench, and you know you got to have that too. And I, I just didn't feel we got any sparks, and and. For us to do what we want to do, we have to apply more pressure. And so I, I, I asked Petey if she's ready to go mix it up out there. And she's got great speed. She's very physical. And um, she's never really had any minutes up top. But we needed someone just to run hard and um, and start our press a little bit. So I thought she did a good job. Uh, and you got uh, Josie Gwynn uh, some time. Uh, we expected to maybe be without Josie for a while. And she missed one full game and then got herself back on the pitch for you. It's a tough kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we were a little surprised that she might be ready to go. Um, you know, she's still pretty sore. Uh, we certainly miss her out there. And so we just wanted to try and get her out running. She hasn't trained yet since she got hurt. And so just get her a few minutes out there trying to slowly work her back in. Um, so I thought those were good minutes tonight. And, and hopefully by next weekend we'll have her at full go. After rotating halves, first couple of games, you've given your top two keepers full 90-minute efforts in each of the last two, Cassidy and M and Sabrina here, and uh, both have had their moments. Yeah, I, I thought Sab did a great job. You know, she looked very composed, very confident. Uh, that's definitely her best performance. I've seen her um, at BYU, and so that's very encouraging. She read some great balls there at the end with a couple of those breakaways where we just kind of let down and, and kind of really ran out of gas, and uh, she made a couple nice saves to keep the score at 2-0, so I I thought she did a really great job. All right, Jen, uh, good luck against Idaho State on Saturday night, and I will see you next week as you get ready for Utah. But uh, good luck on the weekend against the Bengals. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, that's Jen Rockwood, and that's going to do it for our broadcast tonight. BYU falls to Stanford by a score of 2-0. The number one team in the country comes to Provo and gets goals on each side of halftime to take this one by a score of 2-0. So for all the folks that made our broadcast possible tonight, first of all, our listening audience, wherever you were or are this evening, thank you for listening. For the good people back at BYU Radio, uh, Parker Kelly and Terry South and Cole Wissinger and Sean Fay and Sean O'Neill and Don Schlein and all the rest, thank you to our friends at ESPN 960 as well. And uh, to hear uh, Pitchside. 
the great crew at BYU with sports information and operations, and of course, Coach Jen Rockwood, uh, post-game Sabrina Davis, uh, pre-game uh, Olivia Wade. For all those folks, and Paige, for you too, it's good to have you back on the air. Thank you. It felt great. Good luck Saturday night. I hope you get a win with Robbie. Thank you. All right, for Paige Barker, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score, Stanford 2, BYU 0. This has been, in the meantime and in between time, BYU Women's Soccer. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo. You have been listening to live coverage of BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. And by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.